Yo, what's going on, everyone? My name is Luke. We're back with Beyond the Playground. Welcome back, everyone, to Beyond the Playground. It's Griffin with our new special guest. What's up, guys? It's Clara. Um, I'm psyched to be here. Yep, so we are finally back from our 18th month hiatus from Beyond the Playground. We had some, Luke will explain to you in a second, we had some issues that we were dealing with the past year and a half, which is why we haven't had an episode since well before the last NFL season, but Luke will, Luke will fill you in on what's been going on in our lives. Yeah, basically we uh, got invited to take care of South American fish, so we were just kind of spending a lot of time with fish in like fish tank. Yeah, uh, we didn't have time. Yeah, so really we were just either taking, taking care of fish or at school or yeah. sleeping, you know. So yeah, we haven't Pretty been doing much. anything else besides that, but yeah. we're very happy to be back. Yeah. We're ready to, ready to restart up, be on the playground. And since yesterday was the NBA draft, because mm-hmm. it is Friday, June 3rd, 23rd. June 23rd, sorry. We're going to start off with some NBA draft trivia. Yeah, so let's let's go from 2010, like for up, mm-hmm. up in dates, like, you know, to 2011, yeah, yeah. and talk about the first NBA draft pick in each of those years. So, Claire, you want to you wanna start us off with 2010? Um, I'm going to be honest, guys. I'm really only here for the baseball, and uh, I don't really watch basketball that much, but I do know that first draft pick of 2010 and that is john wall yeah <laughs> definitely was not discussed before we started but i guess since you're on a streak you can try 2011 let's see if she got green machine on um two, 2011 i also do know <laughs> uh, the first draft pick of 2011 is kyrie irving wow okay. now you can try 2012 let's see if you can go three for three 2012. The first draft pick of 2012 is DeAndre Melton. What? She's totally totally wrong. What? Totally wrong. Actually, the first draft pick in 2012 was Anthony Davis. <laughs> hey, you were close though. You, you. I was led in the wrong direction. <laughs> you were. You were really close. That's on. Why did you, you get tried, DeAndre Melton? You tried your best. That's what matters. Who is DeAndre Melton? Who is Wait, DeAndre Melton? You've never heard of. Okay, so after Anthony Davis, uh, Griffin, you want to go 2013 or should I? I know. Melton isn't even an NBA player. I don't know where you got that from. Yes, he is. No, the real player is DeAnthony Melton. Um, all right, we could try. We could try 2013. Uh, Claire, do you know who was picked first in the? I think it's your turn since I'm. Yeah, you got it. Uh, I have. I honestly, I'll be honest. I have no idea who the 2013 is. You know, Luke. He's kind of a nobody now. Who is Anthony Bennett? Um, Bum. See, I would never, I would never have gotten. So you got, you got 2014 though. You got 2014. I'll, I'll lead you in the right direction. Right. Warriors, but he wasn't drafted to the Warriors. Was it Andrew Wiggins? Yeah. Hey. Yeah. 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 All right. Let's see. 2015, Clara. It's his turn still. Oh, okay. Can you give me another hand? Uh, <laughs> I okay, 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 okay. Let me see. Let me see. You didn't need it. You were cheating um, on my computer and still got it wrong. Arguably, <laughs> one of the most one of the best centers in the league. But mm-hmm. it's not Jokic. Not Joel Embiid? No. Okay, maybe he's not one of the I, He's underrated as one of the best, I think. Oh. <laughs> Eastern Conference? <laughs> I'm just going to... I'll just give it to you because... Who is it? Cat. Oh, I, I mean... You could have got that. You don't know if they're in the Eastern Conference? No, no, no. no. I, was, I, was, I wasn't going to give it away. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. All right. Uh, 28, what are we on? 2016? Yeah. Claire, do you have any idea? Do I get a hint? Um, let me think who it is. They also won rookie. No, that's not good. No, that's not good. Um, <laughs> let's see. Let's see. He has a lot of back problems. Oh, is it Anthony Davis? <laughs> no, <laughs> Zion, Zion, Zion? What position is it? A better hint. He's kind of a forward. 
kind of, okay, that's not enough for me. All right. With back um, issues? A forward with back issues? Let's just say he passed the ball when he should have taken the layup. When he should have taken the layup? He passed the ball when he should have taken the layup? I don't, I don't know. Oh, Ben Simmons? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Ben Simmons is terrible. He's, you could have given so many better hints, like I, not shooting threes or something. I mean, I was, just the, I was just saying what came to my mind first. All right. What's next? 2017? 2017. I feel like I should be able to start getting these. Oh, easy shoot. Claire, do you have any 2017, idea? 2017, I'm actually... No. Do you have it pulled up? No. Uh, I actually... I, oh, no. I don't know. This is, is this our first flop? Here, I'll... I'll, I'll look it up. Look I'll it give up. you a hint. What okay, if it's not Zion? It's not Zion. <laughs> Okay. Oh, this one. This is a pretty hard one. Really? Orlando Magic. He's not. He's not really good anymore. He was drafted to the Magic. He was drafted to the 76ers, but he's been oh, the Magic oh. more recently. Um, Mark Markel Fultz. Yeah. Dang. Two picks later, Jason Tatum was selected. That's a terrible draft. Then two picks Magic. after that, Darren Fox. Then two picks after that, Laurie Markkinen. So they definitely missed. They definitely missed a lot of talent out. They missed out on a lot they of really, talent. So twenty that, that gets me thinking about this year's draft, but we'll we'll get there. Twenty eighteen. I know Luca was in twenty eighteen, but I don't think Luca was number one. No, he didn't. No, no, he was he two. I don't think. I don't so. even know who had it. I don't know. Or, oh, was he? He could have been like seven. I don't yeah, twenty eighteen. I don't even know who had oh. the first pick. Honestly, if you tell me who had the first pick, I think twenty eighteen was. Do you have any idea, Clara? No. <sighs> Hold up. Contrary to popular belief, I have no idea. Okay, was that popular? Twenty eighteen. <laughs> Twenty. Give me, give me a hint. Give oh, a hint. okay. So the Suns had the first pick, and it's a center. Oh, DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, uh, that that. Luka Doncic was third overall. Third by the, I forgot that. Oh, the he, Hawks and him and Trey switched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just traded him for Trey. That was not. Mm-hmm. Um, Who do you think won that trade? <laughs> I mean, I think the Mavericks definitely won that trade. Trey Young is. There's a lot of trade rumors around Trey Young right yeah. now. Imagine he came to the Lakers. We'll discuss later. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we'll, we'll discuss will. later. All right, um, all right. Twenty nineteen, Claire. I think Claire, you got this I one. Think you got this it's one. a big pick. Is this Zion? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's, kind of, he's kind of a bust right now. I mean, he, he hasn't done anything yet. Remember just, when his shoe broke? I did. Yeah, yeah. That was crazy. He just kind of eats a lot of food and yeah, he hasn't on the really bench done anything and, yet. And oh. I think that it's I mean, they, there was a lot of trade rumors before this draft about him. I guess. Yeah, when they were going to try to move up to get, I saw that they wanted Anderson. Yeah, never ended up happening. Honestly, as a as, like I like the Hornets. I, I don't think I think it's better with what they did than <laughs> than um, trade for Zion. Yeah, but, yeah. What's too. next? What years? Um, 2020. 2020. 2020. Yeah, yeah. This one's this one's. I got easy. it. I don't wait. What team was it? Timberwolves. I think it was the Timberwolves. Yeah. Oh, Anthony Edwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then 2021. I know this one. Say it. <laughs> you got it. No. Do you have any idea? I know. No. I know it is. Rock is it, wait. For it? Oh, are you? I'm actually between Evan Mobley and Scotty Barnes. Oh, then I know who it is. Who is it? Scotty it's Barnes. Scott, it's Evan Mobley, right? It's oh, right. oh. Here you can say it. Kate, <laughs> you got it. Kate yeah, it's Cade Cunningham. But Scotty yeah. Barnes won Rookie of the Year that year. Yeah, that's so, why it was confusing. Because Scotty, because Scotty Barnes and oh, Evan Mobley were the top. Why. Yeah. We're the top two in the rookie of the year mm-hmm. voting. That's why I threw me off. Cade was third. Yeah. And then I know 2022. You said it earlier before we started. They won rookie 2022. Of the year that year. Last, Paolo Bancaro? Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. Who's 2023. They went to the Celtics. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. They were actually drafted by the Spurs. Luke, okay. thank you very much. Um, It was Victor Webinyama. Nope. It was not Victor Webinyama. Yes, it was. <laughs> All right. Well, that's our little, that's our little ten year recap, you know, or thirteen year. That was recap. a tough one, guys. And 
Perfect segue into what we're going to talk about. Victor Webinyama, the first pick in the draft. I think there wasn't much controversy around know. that. But so funny. I think it's interesting how in the NHL and NBA this year, like both drafts, like there's no even talk about the first pick because it's mm-hmm. been such a like a foregone conclusion. So I think it was interesting, though, with the second pick in the NBA draft, there was a lot of um, controversy about who was going to be between Brandon Miller and Scoot Henderson. Mm-hmm. I saw an interesting stat that... that. <laughs> I were. saw an interesting yeah. stat that... Um, the odds between who is going to be the second pick on like for betting changed like t- over 20 times. Yeah. But the actual odds of who's in favor switched so many times. Like I know it started off before the lottery is like Scoot Henderson was like minus 1300. And then in the end, it ended up being Brandon Miller minus 900. So it's kind of interesting how much those, those switched around. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think anyone who bet before like the lottery, like before they found out what team would definitely put Scoot there. I think the only reason Brandon went before him is because it was the Hornets who got yeah. that. Like that's the position they're looking for. They don't need yeah, because right after they have Lamelo, they have Terry. They don't need like uh, yeah, need another, another point guard in there. I also think Brandon Miller fits really well. Um, another thing uh, about Weminyama, I saw this thing where people were betting on the time it took for him to handshake Adam Silver. Really? Yeah, and like the line was like fifty two point five and. People were like, oh, he's so tall. It has to be less because like his long stride or something was less or more. Went over. Wow. Yeah. So I love, I always think those so many dumb stuff people can bet on. on. Yeah. I remember a lot of those for like the Super Bowl. There's like so many different things. Mm -hmm. The national anthem time. Yeah. 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 The Gatorade color. (laughs) The Gatorade color, the coin flip. If the Jacks are going to make the playoffs. (laughs) Speaking of which, uh, I don't know if, if any of our listeners remember, but there was a bet made over 18 months ago. It was one of our first podcasts and Luke had a little hot take that the Jaguars make the playoffs, and I didn't think that I didn't think anything of it. I thought there was no chance. It was right after they made the first pick in the draft, so they were the worst team. And then out of nowhere, the Jaguars found their way into the playoffs this year, almost beating the Chiefs. Um, but so, so yeah, yeah, so the bet dump some eggs on his head. So yeah, if anyone remembers, Luke gets to dump a whole carton of eggs on my head now. Wow, eggs are actually good for your hair. So really, why? <laughs> I don't know, but. They are. What does it so, do to your hair? I don't know. Oh, I actually think I know. Look it up. Let's 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 get some <laughs> let's get some info on that. Let's let's inform our viewers. You know. So why are eggs good for your hair? Yeah. Eggs are good for your hair because it keeps your hair thick and healthy. Oh, interesting. So, Vitamin E, A, and E. I don't know if it's worth it in this economy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, with eggs the price are, of the eggs. The price of the eggs. eggs are Luckily, I won't be paying for the eggs, so yeah, I'll just true. be getting my hair strengthened. Yeah, I guess it's kind of a lose-lose for me. Yeah. yeah. Or, well, I can't. I mean, you still get to put the eggs on my head. But yeah, so back to back <laughs> to basketball. Um, I want to talk about who you think is going to be the better player in the NBA between Brandon Miller, or actually not even who's better, just like going into the league mm-hmm. between Brandon Miller and Scoot. Like the start or career-wise? Mm, I think maybe just the first season, because mm-hmm. like this one so far, because like career-wise, there's a lot that could happen. I think the one problem with Scoot is that he's like, not a three-point shooter like he can become one but i think in the g league he averaged like a 27 percent yeah from three or something which in the top 100 my career player <laughs> yeah not me though um in the top 100 like point guards in the nba he was like the like the like the hundredth was like 30 something yeah so he's below the top 100 i know nba and g league are obviously different, i do think the one thing yeah. with like the g league coming out of the g league versus coming out of the uh coming out of college is that like I think Brandon Miller was, I mean, I think the competition in the G League might be a little stronger with more developed players. And, um, I mean, besides, like, March Madness and all of that, I think yeah. during March Madness, it's a different level. But 
I think that it could be interesting because Brandon Miller's coming off a team that was very, like a very strong team. They were the best. I think they were the best team in the country this year, right? Um, I mean, yeah, they didn't. They they didn't the, I think they had the best odds to win the, the March Madness. But um, so I think that, but I also do think the same, even though that team was strong, there was a lot. I think that Brandon Miller showed resilience this year, though, because there was so much drama going on with all like the shooting allegations oh, yeah. and all of that stuff. Uh-huh. So I think, um, but personally for me, I still think Scoot Anderson will have the better year coming out just because of the team. Mm-hmm. I think playing with Damian Lillard uh, as like your number one versus Lamelo, who's been dealing with injuries and Terry Rozier. And I think that just having a better like veteran is going to make him for a better start. I don't really have no, that's idea. that's valid. I I think Brandon Miller, like he's a six nine like forward who can play as a point guard. Mm-hmm. Like he's really good. He's a really good passer. He's really good defensively, and he can knock down threes. Like if you give him the chance. Yeah. I think when he like slots into the Hornets roster, like hopefully no injuries happen like, yeah. to like Lamelo, uh, and with Miles Bridges coming back, I think the Hornets are gonna be a really fun team to watch. Like you know, Miles Bridges and Lamelo had a crazy connection. By the way, we don't condone Miles Bridges' actions. Just going to put that out there. This is if Lamelo plays at all. And if Miles Bridges plays. Yeah. That's um, why the Hornets have a... That's why the one thing I worry about Brandon yeah. Miller is like he might be playing with no supporting cast at all. Like mm-hmm. At the end of the season last year, the Hornets were like... It was like Terry Rozier and Kelly Rubri was like the second best player. Yeah. We'll see if Gordon Hayward comes back too. Yeah. He's always injured. I feel like the Hornets just... They just get injured. That's the biggest yeah, problem. Or they get allegations. And Yeah. Well, that was pretty <laughs> bad. Yeah. But... um. Yeah, I think it would be a really good debate between those two. Yeah. Because Scoot's kind of like a mini Westbrook, you know? Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of dog in him. Yeah. Um, he's going to be... He's. I was watching some of his games, and he's, like, really scary defensively. Like, he, he gets in there. He's small. He gets in there. He mm-hmm. steals the ball, you know? Um, so, yeah, I think uh, I think that's going to be his biggest, you know, plus coming out. And he's really... He's, gonna, he's bouncy. He's going to be, like... He's going to get the fan support. Like, if it's NBA 2K, like... Yeah, he's like, going to get the plus He's, he's like... Shep Owens and like anyone plays two K twenty three. He's like Shep Owens and Brandon Miller's kind of like you know uh, MP MP because I have another hated on at first. So going back to Victor Wembanyama, I know there's no there wasn't much controversy about the pick or anything, but I do see a lot of controversy about people talking about his career. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people are saying like some people argue that this was like the best first pick in a long time just because they got so lucky to win the lottery. Mm-hmm. But also I see a lot of people saying that he's going to be very injury prone because of how big he is and he's not going to live up to the potential. So I want to know what you think first coming out the gate and then also his for career wise. What do you think about Victor Wobanyama? Do you even think he's going to be the rookie of the year? So that's okay. That's the hardest thing for me because he's, he has the highest expectations, Mm -hmm. right? So when you're setting yourself with, or you're setting someone else with the highest expectations, he has like the hardest, you know, like maximum point to reach, but he's like a seven, four, like He's seven four and can play point guard. It's great. Yeah. Like he's seven four. He has good like he's a good bag. Like ball handles. He can shoot. He is insane on defense. Like I could definitely. I understand why people are like he's generational. He's like yeah. He's like Messi. He's like Ronaldo. If we're talking about soccer, like he can. He's coming in, and I could definitely see him as the rookie of the year. I think if um. I think if um he stays healthy, I could see him as one of the top players of all time, just because of his like, his height, his um. His his talent, his his you know defense, offense, everything. Um, but yeah, so yeah, this year I don't know about rookie of the year, but I could definitely see it happening. Yeah, the one thing though that I do find interesting about him is that, or like the team is that they're not. He doesn't have a great supporting cast. I think there's some other rookies that are sh- that are not obviously stronger than him, but are put into a better supporting cast. Mm-hmm. Like there's no there's nowhere near a star on his team. Like he's he's already by far 
I mean, you could say the best player on his team at it, I think. Like, they just don't have a great team. And so I think it'll be pretty interesting to see how, like, such a young team with not a lot of talent already, a lot of potential talent, but not a lot of talent currently will come out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I see him being, like, the... I see him... I see him being like the 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 like focal point of like the future franchise of the Spurs. I think he's if he stays healthy, the Spurs have ten at least ten years of like a good starting. Maybe not this year because you know, like you were saying, they're not great. He doesn't have that many people around him. He has some good players, you know, like Keldon Johnson and you know, I don't know, trade or whatever. It doesn't matter. It's like more about what will come in the future, and if the Spurs can develop, kind of maybe trade some trade up or you know, focus on. I don't know. I don't want to say like do bad and get a good draft pick next year because I want to see the Spurs do well with Wembenyama. Yeah, but I I do think he'll be like the the center of their franchise. Yeah, I think like I while. think that there's like a rebuild currently going on. I don't think it's done yet. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think he was the final piece. I think he's almost one of the starting pieces. I know they had Jeremy Sochan last year who's who had a really good rookie good start to last year at least. But I do see, um, I do see a little bit of holes in their team that could cause him. And that's also what I was going to say is I was going to ask you who you think has the best start, like a best supporting cast of someone who's actually going to play. Um, but like talking about that, one thing I find really interesting about this draft is there really what there wasn't any trades that made it. So like these um, non-playoff, like non, like these stronger teams had very high picks, mm-hmm. like the highest playoff team to make a first pick was like. All the way. I don't even. I don't even see it. I think there was. There wasn't. I think the Lakers might have been the first, or the Hawks at fifteen were the first actual playoff team mm-hmm. to even make a pick. So I think it's interesting this year for the first time in a while. I think like there actually wasn't any um, picks made in the top ten that were teams that were already good. So um, I think it's interesting that all these rookies are going to teams that actually needed help. So yes, that's that's another really good thing. Like these teams who like you're saying, need help, they actually have it now. Like, yeah. these, like, really good teams already aren't getting, you know, really good rookies. So it gives chance for, like, Spurs, Hornets, Rockets, you know, Pistons, Blazers. The, I think those are the top five. Yeah. To get, to get good players who can now, you know, form around them. And, like, the Rockets, they got Amon Tom, Am, Thompson, I think that's how you pronounce yeah. it, one of the uh, twin, identical twin. Yeah, I thought um, that was interesting. They went back-to-back picks. Yeah, went back-to-back. But I think it's a really good pick, especially because the Rockets are a really young team. Mm-hmm. They're also really, like, they're they're bouncy. Like, they can get up there. They're going to be fun to yeah, watch. Yeah, Jalen like, Green, too. I could see, like, I could... No, nah, I'm not going to say I could see taste of, like, Lob City Clippers. Just yeah. it's, it's not comparable, but I could see them being, like, really enjoyable team to watch. And with this young core, I could see them doing well this year. I think they have to, you know, to, to prove it to their, their, their fan base. Yeah, I think it's... I just think it's really cool how their team is, like, another... It's another one of those teams where it's a super young team with a lot of potential... Like they know they have like Jalen Green in their system, a Men Thompson now too, and I think they have a they have a bright future coming ahead of them. Mm-hmm. Should we do some like way too early rookie of the year predictions for for NBA? Yeah, 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 sure. Just 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 while we're at it, right, Claire, you want to start us off? Um, sure. I don't really know anyone in the draft besides uh. Webb and Yama and Jaime Hawkes from UCLA um, because my dad was pretty pumped about him getting drafted because... Do you know what team he went to? Yeah, well, I, yeah the Heat. Um, <laughs> yes. But between those two, I'd say we'd probably go to <laughs> right. Webb and Yama. <laughs> um, so that's my prediction. I don't 
I don't I don't know if it's a hot take or not. It's not a hot it's not, take at all. Yeah, I didn't no, but so. like it's it's not a hot take. Obviously, he's like probably the most favorite. I mean, he has but the if best he, odds. He gets hurt. Like it's yeah. Like he's That's why I want to make a I want to make a, a a hotter pick. Okay, let's see. I know Weminyama is like the betting favorite by a mile actually and everything. So I'm gonna go around that and I'm gonna take Amin Thompson. Okay. I think that he could come out of the gate really fast. He's one of those players that's like been developing really well and it's I think one of the stronger players in the draft coming into the NBA. So that's my pick. Yeah. Oh yeah. About that, like he him and his brother are coming from like the overtime. Team, yeah. Right. So like me. it's gonna be really interesting to see how players from college, international, G League, and you know, the overtime league, all these different like developing grounds, how they all like shape out in the NBA and we'll really see like what is the best place to be yeah like, it's interesting that like this is like because like in football you don't see anyone obviously outside of the NCAA coming in and then mm-hmm. hockey it's there's some there's some international players but that's also because it's more of a Canadian sport but right like basketball really has like a wide. it's interesting how there's like a variety of people like the M there wasn't even I think there was like I don't remember exactly how many it was but it was around like 10 people in the first round that were mm-hmm. actually picked non from non NCAA teams. So yeah. it should be interesting to see like how these players come in. And a lot of people now, like I remember all these guys who committed to t- to colleges are all switching to go to the G League. Yeah. And so it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with the NCAA. Yeah, like the, the there's only one player from college in the top five that was drafted, Brandon Miller. Yeah. And another thing, um now that I'm talking about him, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose him as my rookie of the year just because besides the Lakers, I really like the Hornets. Um just for no reason, you know. Um uh, but yeah, I think something, you know, something one of my friends said, uh, shout out Charlie. He was saying how Brandon Miller is, has the most, he'll have the most composure in the league because of March Madness, yeah. which is actually a good take. Like it's like a playoffs. It's probably one of the most like, it's yeah, definitely more watched. Yeah. March Madness is definitely more watched and more like speculated on than like Wembenyama's league yeah. and overtime's league. So, you know, he has a lot of eyes on him there. So I think if he, you know, takes like a leadership role in the team and kind of, keeps his head up and works hard and develops, I will see I could see him doing really well this year. Yeah. I definitely think that March Madness is the closest simulation to NBA playoffs. Mm-hmm. So that could that, that's definitely something that could um translate. Yeah, so uh, I think that's all we want to talk about for the NBA, NBA draft. We'll we'll see you in a sec for some MLB. All right, we're back. Um, we're going to talk about some MLB stuff now. And I want to start off by, so set, so uh, well, the MLB players voted on where they would want an expansion team to be. And 70% of the players all agreed on one place. I want you guys to try to guess which place it would be. I have my guess that I think definitely won. So I want you to guess first. Okay. And by the um, way, what it says in the article I was reading might not be like the obvious choice you're thinking. Unless you say maybe. the right thing. Maybe I'm not thinking the right place. What do you think? I have I have two guesses. Oh. Um, my my mind immediately goes to Las Vegas. That's what I was because, guess. Yeah, because that's where um, the, the talks. To. I also think it's interesting that the last Oakland team went there. Like that the is true. Yeah. are rumored to be the yeah. next team to move. So I think that would be like great. Um, just like to have baseball like in a another big city. Um, in the West. Um, but my second guess is somewhere this this might be like really out of left field, but my second guess is Iowa because um people like <laughs> the Field of Dreams game um 
had a really big turnout. Um, and so I think um, Iowa, like, I don't know. This, you don't like Iowa, probably, I know, I don't <laughs> like Iowa. Um, um, I just want to but, say something real quick just to clear it up. This is they're talking about like an expansion team, an expansion yeah, team. not a so not like team. so like, was not like the A's going. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Just so that's why know. I was gonna. That's why I was I was thinking that how it was an expansion team. So yeah. my guess wouldn't be Las Vegas. I think the A's are gonna move to Las yeah. Vegas. They do, yeah. Um, so my guess actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a hot take here. Right. I, my guess for what was number one was in New Mexico. New Mexico. Yeah, that's a very hot take. Um, <laughs> what was the number one? The, the so they all agreed on Nashville. Tennessee. Wow. I wasn't gonna guess that. I, which is it's surprising, but also like that. The, I feel would be good. Yeah, and the sports scene is kind of increasing there. Like yeah. in 2020, they they got an MLS team like Nashville SC. Yeah, they have the Predators for mm-hmm. NHL. So they're kind of like you know going from little little bit to a lot. Are the now. Titans in Nashville? Um, Probably. Both looking up at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah. So they're gonna. So yeah, they 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 the baseball team would be good in Nashville. I also think it would be good in Nashville because Vanderbilt is in Nashville. So I think that having like the really good college team as mm. well as a major league team would just give the fans like a lot of More to support. I personally yeah. think Wake Forest is a better baseball team. Oh, Didn't they lose yeah. yesterday? Yeah, but that was <laughs> they're still the number one. They still were the number one team. What even like uh, uh, what even like what's what is Nashville? Like what is there? Like what's it's like a big like music city. Rock. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah, it's a huge music city. Yeah. Huh. Oops, Claire dropped her phone, guys. That was not my phone. Whoops. Claire dropped her phone. Claire dropped her phone. Claire dropped her phone. <laughs> that was loose phone the for the record, everyone. No, no record. We're going to um, go on the record. I would just like to say that Claire believed that Victor Rubin was trained to the Celtics. So because, if you heard a little whispering going no. on during the segment, it was Clara trying to, <laughs> Clara trying no, to correct me that no, he was on the no. Celtics because she actually believed that. He said that. I, no, I knew he was drafted to the Spurs, but they told me that he was traded to the Celtics. So... I believed it, even though I didn't. I didn't check my sources. It was my fault. <laughs> you did check your sources. You looked at your phone and it said no, he was on the Celtics, no, on the Spurs. Rather. No, but that just said that he got drafted to the Spurs. So it was a little weird, not like seeing a notification or anything saying that he was traded to the Celtics. But I just if he was on the I Celtics, it'd be so unfair. Yeah, <laughs> Andre Melton's on the Celtics actually. <laughs> no. He's a really good player. The player I made up. Yeah. Thanks. Um, but right. continuing on with baseball, That's I think we wanted to talk about since we're all Dodgers fans here, we want yes. to talk about the, the Dodgers' struggles uh, thus far this season. Very painful. Yeah, this I, season. I mean, it sucks because the Dodgers struggling are still like a second place in the division, so that's good. Like that's a good struggle to have, but we're still really struggling with like our bullpen. Like yes, first comes to mind. What, what do you have to say about that? Um, I just think. Everything on the Dodgers right now is very inconsistent. I think even the offense at times is being inconsistent. Um, and the bullpen especially. I mean, um, like last week, Emmett Sheehan, his first game in the MLB, pitched six no-hit innings, and we ended up losing that game. where Getting the a Giants, lead, too. Yeah, and the Giants scored seven runs off of our bullpen, which is – not good, especially after uh, Sheehan building up all that momentum with his no-hitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, this is a hot take, but I think if Shohei comes to the Dodgers and if we keep somehow keep Bobby Miller if he gets traded to us, um, I think Bobby Miller should go to the bullpen and have Shohei be a starter because I think he, um, he, ha- he can pitch for a long time because... 
he is um, a starter originally. So I think if we had like a bullpen game or if one of our starters went out of a game early, I think Bobby Miller would be a great pitcher to put in for like four to five innings. I also, I think it's interesting that I know the Dodgers are actually third in the, the yeah. NLS now. We are. behind. Yeah. Uh, they're, they've played one less game, but they're still Happy behind the Giants. Now. So yeah. I think it's interesting that it's like the first time I feel like it, it's the first time in my memory that the Dodgers haven't been first in the NLS like the whole season. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. definitely interesting to see. I don't know much about baseball, but I do know that the Dodgers are a very successful regular mm-hmm. season team. Back to back to what Clara was saying about that. I think it, like right now, um, Bobby Miller's like a really good starting pitcher, except for that you know except that one game, game where he got it happens to the young guys rocked. Yeah, it does. <laughs> they do get rocked a lot. Um, but um, I don't think. It's the like the worst. I don't think like that's that's not a bad idea. I Thank think it you. just depends on like what like what tr- what would be like the hypothetical trade for Shohei. Like what what um, package can oh the Dodgers God. give up? Like I'm it's, it has up. to be a trade or is his contract almost up? I um, think I think if they want him next season, I think it would have to be a trade. Um, let me look it up. I'm looking this up real quick. But I hate to say it, but I think they would have to give up Gavin Lux. Um, because he's like a young talent, and even though he's out this season, uh, with his ACL, I think he's a young player who has a lot of great potential. Um, and he can basically play anywhere on the field. So, I think he would be someone that the Dodgers should think about. Unfortunately, giving up because I love Gavin Lux as a player. Um. So that's one person that I have in mind. One thing I always worry about with big like blockbuster trades for uh, good players is that um, like I, I you see a lot in the NFL because it seems like there's a blockbuster trade like every few weeks, and I feel like these trades when one team is giving up so much just for one player, I feel like it usually turns out negative. I feel like I I don't remember the last time like a blockbuster trade has truly worked out for the team getting the already like talented player to Mookie Betts. <laughs> yeah. But no but um, like it, he was no, he had I, his like better part of career on the Reds. Yeah. Yeah. Like like talking about like Russell Wilson and he had like that just shows and yeah. just like trades like that um like concern me. So with the Dodgers giving up such a big package for Shohei with a bunch of big draft picks and a bunch of players that could end up being super good, I think um, to an extent, it just like worries me. Obviously, Shohei's he's different than how Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers are. He's not. He's, different he's still just in general. He's, yeah, he's just like <laughs> none, he's of, none of those. Yeah. None, no, no big trade that's happened is a, a player that's like Shohei Otani in any sport. Nobody's like him. Yeah, because he's just so. <laughs> he's Sorry, young. Claire just hit her elbow. So yeah, Claire goes. So it's it is different, I think. And Shohei's also not a veteran player either. He's That's still true. on the younger He's side. Young. Um, but still, I just there's a lot that there's a lot that goes into those trades. I've been watching a lot of stuff recently where it shows like a few years later how the picks and stuff turned out. And um, just giving up a lot of picks, it's just there's such a big package that you have to give up. So I, it definitely is risky. Yeah, I think the most like. If we if the Dodgers get Shohei, then our starting pitchers like from right now to next season would be such an insane increase. Like yeah. Walker Bueller will be back. Hopefully and well, still be as good. Right. We can, yeah, actually can most people know. after those injuries. Yeah. Well we'll hope. Urias is is he he's rehabbing right now. Yeah. And then we'll Dustin get May. Shohei, Dustin May, yeah. So like Clean Kershaw. 
yeah. his contract expires this we'll, year, we'll see. so we'll see. I could, yeah. I could see him retiring. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but like, yeah, but the, the Dodgers starting pitchers for next year will be so, like, insanely good that yeah. we'll just have to, even though we'll probably have to give up a lot for Shohei, um, we'll make up for it with our, like, with that starting rotation as pitchers. And as long as we can keep, you know, our batting semi-consistent, which is kind of a problem for us, like, it doesn't really... Yeah then I could see the Dodgers being much better next year than this year. Yeah, another thing with Shohei is that it's just there's he that like he just brings so much to the table. Like the Dodgers, like they do have big pitching holes, but also the hitting hasn't been great recently. So I think like someone like him who's just hitting like phenomenally as well. It just it brings a lot of different aspects that I mean no other person has in the league. Yeah. He shouldn't be allowed to be a good pitcher and a good hitter. Yeah. And like at, at the top, like one of the best like it's just it's being one of the best crazy. Like, insane. Is he's leading the league in home runs, right? Yeah. I think so. Yes, yeah. He's, he's like twenty four. Yeah. And who's our leader? Max Muncie, he's like eighteen, something like that. The Dodgers. I think he's hurt. Yeah, right he's now. hurt. Yeah, but he is. Still, he's also very inconsistent. He's either going hitting a two home runs in a game or going over four, so like I mean, I know that happens. It's baseball. There's a lot of games, but I just we need to we need to hit better. That's yeah. yeah. And pitch honestly, that's we need to hit pitch, do everything better. I also think if again with Shohei, if we get Shohei, um, I would hope the daughters would keep Mookie and Freddie. So if we have Mookie, Freddie, Shohei, and I'm assuming Will Smith, that would be an insane. Lineup. I just don't see how they don't give up one of those players in a trade to get Shohei. I mean, I could see them, I don't know, I think they'll give up a pitcher, so they might give up yeah. Bobby Miller. Miller. I could see them yeah. putting in, like, Miguel Miguel Vargas in there. If he improves, yeah. He's doing okay this year, but... We, yeah, he is doing okay. Uh, we just gotta, like, honestly, we should just make our, make make a lot of our, like, other players that we don't want to trade, or that we do want to, like, that we would be willing to trade, we should just, like... Play them more, get them good. Yeah, make them look better. Yeah, make them look better. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And just we should just milk milk them. You know. Like. Yeah, the Dodgers should just <laughs> focus this. It once if this season seems to be going downhill, they should just start like making their better players look worse. Just like yeah, as a secret, yeah. making like, their good players. As a look secret. Better. Just like he's going to pulls his hamstring. <laughs> yeah, Mookie Betts accidentally gets to a huge slump. <laughs> he just gets into no. <laughs> no don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> no, just have like Freddie Freeman get into a huge slump on purpose and just make him not look like someone they would want to trade for and stuff like well, that. Speaking of slump, James Outman started off the season very strong, and I think now he's leading the league in strikeouts. So. It's because he didn't I take think... a picture with us. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. We actually met the we three met, of us. Met James Outman. James. We got an, we got an autograph from him. Um, it was very exciting. Yeah, picture. Yeah, same. Yeah, he was really nice though. He uh, was very relaxed. His hair was very gorgeous. It was very yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Reminded me of like Jack Sparrow. Yeah, he looked like a he looked like someone who needed to get his his hitting up. That's it. That's yeah. true. Yeah, so hopefully, I mean, who do you think is going to win Rookie of the Year in the MLB, speaking of James Outman? Oh, boy. Oh, boy, right. <laughs> do I don't know. Because I know it, towards the beginning of the season, James Outman was a I think runner. maybe Corbin Carroll, or Carroll, I don't really know how to say his name. Um, but he, he um, right now, is looking to be, like, an all-star. Um, so... I do not know. I'm not sure for uh, the American League, really. 
Yeah. It's interesting that I just remember at the beginning of the year, James Altman was for a National League Rookie of the Year, was at the very top. And now I don't even know if he's in the top 10 anymore. Yeah, that's what sucking will do. Yeah, he's ninth. Bobby Miller is above James Altman in betting odds right now. I mean, that makes sense. Bobby Miller is Bobby Miller's tough. Yeah. yeah. I remember I went to a preseason game like last year, and it was Bobby Miller's like first game with the Dodgers, and he just destroyed Shohei Otani. Like, I was like, yeah. oh, this guy's going to be good. Yeah. And then we didn't Corbin Carroll is by far the betting favorite. Yeah, that's what he's I He's minus 500. Too. And then the next is Ellie De La Cruz. He's only been, I mean, he's only been at he's, least like two weeks. Yeah, he's not played that many games. I don't think he'll even play enough games. How many games? Mm. Is there an amount of games yet? Well, there's a lot of games I left. Think, I think there's like a minimum. I'm not sure what yeah. the minimum is, but. I think I think there's, yeah, because like, let's say you, you're a pitcher and you come in and pitch one game and you get like, you know, zero ERA on yeah. that game. And you then you're not going like, to be. Because yeah. of that. Yeah, so, no, you have to, there's, there is there's definitely a requirement, a, obviously. But yeah, it's interesting how much of a, how much of a favorite Corbin Carroll is. Yeah. Don't know much about him. Speaking of the Diamondbacks, the Diamondbacks leading the NL West, um, which I don't think anyone really saw coming. Um, no, their like rebuild is happening way quicker than way people quicker. expected. Yeah. Like, I didn't think they would be good for like another year or two, or like yeah. good enough to lead like our division. But I mean, good for them, I guess. I, I don't like them, so I guess not good for them. But it's like the twenty twenty one Giants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, taking. Right. Taking the West. Taking the West by storm. Yeah. <laughs> by one game. They took it by one game. But who knows? I don't know if they can, you know, keep this momentum going, especially after the All-Star break. But Yeah, that's when those things Yeah. When is the All-Star break? Soon. It's usually... Um, let me look it up. It's very soon. I know the first July round 11th. just ended. Yeah. 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 So Shohei and Ronald Acuna Jr. are the shoe-ins because there's like a new thing this year um, saying that the player from each league that gets the most amount of votes um, is guaranteed to be in the All-Star game. So Ronald Acuna Jr. won for the National League and Shohei Otani won for the American League, which I'm not yeah that makes sense yeah so to finish this off um clara wanted to talk about her favorite city connect jersey she just told us it was the white Sox. so can you explain yeah, that's why you, you tell us about just it just tell like, us a little bit about go it into why you really, like it like deep detail on like your favorite parts about the jersey why you like it and why it's your favorite yeah let's hear it right. um okay well we have a picture pulled up right now um and i really first of all i really like the um all black um and i like the the pinstripes especially i think it gives it that like classic baseball look i think like mm. the pinstripes are like the epitome of baseball yeah. um and um go into the hat how it just uh, oh yeah like like shy town like yeah, it yeah, says shy town it's just shy uh, yeah, but Chicago like they're is implying. like, yeah, oh, they're implying it. What do you think about um, how it says Southside on the jerseys? Um, I think it makes sense because the Cubs are the north side of Chicago and the White Sox are the south side. So I think that kind of gives them like a distinction from their other um, Chicago team. And also just like the overall look, I think it looks really clean. Um and I think compared to some of the other City Connect 
uh, uniforms. I think this one looks kind of most like a jersey. Um, I don't really like the Red Sox City Connects at all. I, I like the meaning of it with like the Boston Marathon, but I just don't think it really like it doesn't really tie in with oh um, uh, yeah the team really. i love your description of it i think it's a little basic in my opinion though the um, white socks or yeah you, you didn't go the white socks no. i mean oh. i yeah i think it could have explained it a little bit better i actually like i've been looking at a few of them and i actually think that they wouldn't even be in my top five hot take i think but wow. i think that i think that my favorite one is actually the even though they are not a, a favorite team but i really like the, the padres jerseys with all the colors i think the padres jerseys are up really okay that's your they kind of like it's my like, it's my opinion kind of look like my like our nba like pro am yeah i also really like the nationals ones with the, the cherry blossoms on it those ones i like yeah, too. Those are yeah. that and one I, like represents the city i like the marlins i think the marlins and, look pretty good yeah i also like the rockies one so i think that the rockies overall the white talk one is pretty basic but it's definitely a good opinion from you the rockies ones i think are a little too obvious because they have actual rocks, like, mountains like the, it's not obvious that south side and chi city Chai city. <laughs> Shy. Shy. <laughs> That's why we're not going to say your opinion, Griffin. You don't know how to pronounce it. Um, so. But um, I think they could have, like... I think it's just a little basic with just black. Like, they could have done something with, like, the Colorado River or, like, all the snow or something. But I think just putting actual mountains, like a mountain range on their jersey is a little obvious. But I like the color of it. I like, like, the emerald green so thanks for your opinion cool. that's well, all we have for you today guys, guys. Let us know how clara's first episode was <laughs> yeah, everyone everyone leave their opinion on clara everyone leave their opinion on clara's first episode performance in the comments and her hot takes um thank you guys for listening we'll be back we're not going to take another 18 months off until the next one hopefully so thank you guys for listening yep we'll see y'all next time